0: and happy new year this is Polly campbell and you're listening to the simply said podcast and we are launching into 2021 with four special programs all created all designed with you in mind to help you launch your best life in 2021 ready let's do it Music. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And today, we're gonna talk about how to do that no matter what's swirling around us, right? No matter what the weather is, no matter what time of year, no matter what's going on in our home, at our work, or politically, or COVID-wise. Because it really comes down to us. We can find calm. We can find even joy and gratitude and appreciation and peace in the craziest moments of our lives if we choose to. But it comes down to how we look at our lives because how we think about our lives The mindset we choose determines how we will experience our lives. And it's easy to get stuck in the darkness. We have shorter days, there's less light, particularly in the north, right? The weather is usually cold and and not as good. And there's all this stuff swirling around us, the challenges of life, and it's easy to get caught up in that. You know, the winter blues have been a part of my life, and I'm not the only one. We know that people suffer from seasonal affective disorder, which can contribute to depressive episodes, carbohydrate cravings. Okay, I don't have SAD, but when am I not craving carbohydrates? Okay, there can be issues with oversleeping and other symptoms that emerge during the darker winter months. But on the lower end of that spectrum is a condition called subsyndromal SAD. And that affects 15% of the people. This isn't depression, but it's, mood changes that happen during the darker days. And these two conditions, SAD and subsyndromal SAD, they can be treated with light therapy and antidepressants and all kinds of things. But most of us don't have a diagnosed condition and yet we just feel slower. I think of it like a bear, like I feel like I want to hibernate. I'm not depressed, but I'm tired and flat and, and tend to be more uninterested. In the winter, I want to cozy up next to the fire with a book. Women are usually affected by these seasonal changes more than men, and it could be something related to evolution, right? A a condition of our biology, according to the professor and researcher Robert Levithan. The tendency to cocoon in the winter from our tribal days may have been a way for women to conserve the energy they needed for pregnancy and to survive and raise the children. But these days... At least pre-COVID, there was little time to nest. We were running all over the place, taking our kids to soccer games and basketball games and back to school nights and work meetings across town and appearances and social engagements. We were running all over. So we'd come up in the winter where our natural tendency is to regroup. And instead, we would wear ourselves out, right? Working and handling the house and parenting. And just because many of us are working at home now, that hasn't changed our degree of responsibility. In fact, there's this low level stress burning that also uh, takes a hit. Our energy takes a hit because of that low level of stress. We're still working. We're still handling the house and the relationships and the parenting and trying to navigate work in our relationships, even though we don't have as much face-to-face time. It's tricky. So if you feel like your mindset is taking a hit, you're not alone. But This is you recharged, right? That's the name of my newest book, which will be released in March. You can pre-order it now from your neighborhood bookstore or Barnes & Noble, Amazon. Go to my website and get more information on that. It's polycampbell.com. But for that book, I started looking at ways I could revitalize my own life, and here's what it comes back to. If you're feeling your energy slow, if you're feeling tired and bored and dull, you can begin to restore that vitality and your good energy with the mindset you choose, right? And I'm looking at this this time of year in these dark days to keep them from getting me down by choosing a new mindset altogether. I read research from the Stanford PhD candidate, Kari Liebowitz. And she's helped me rethink winter this year because she went into some of the most austere landscapes on the planet. She studied in Norway. And one of the towns she studied in was 200 miles north of the Arctic Circle, a place where they go without daylight for two or three months a year. It's complete darkness. And she found that the Norwegians living in that part of the world actually celebrate winter though they are in darkness for almost a quarter of the year they rejoice the coming of that season rather than dread it and what her research has found is because of that they have greater well-being they are actually healthier i'm sitting here in cloudy oregon i figure there's something i can learn from that right what if we rejoice the moments of our lives Instead of worried about them or looked at life as something we had to get through. I mean, I do this with fall. I love, I love, 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 love office supplies. And in fall, right, the stores are filled with school supplies and office supplies, and there's talk of football, which I love, and and the the falls here in Oregon are Gorgeous, warm weather, sunny and clear, and the changing leaves are on fire, and it's just a beautiful time of year here. I wait for it all year round. I get excited. I rejoice in the changing of seasons. What if I thought I could rejoice in winter instead of dwelling on it or worrying about it or dreading it? What if I could change my mindset? And I have this winter, and I have changed my experience of it. So I think it's worth thinking about no matter what we face during this time of COVID-19 or any other challenge we're facing, let's tweak our mindset to support the energy and the positivity and the things we want to create in our lives. And when you change the way you think about your lives, you change your life. It's really profound. What I have found, though, is I have to make a daily habit of it. It's not enough for me to come on this podcast and talk about it. I have to write things actually into my calendar each day to remind me to bring the light in, right? And after reading Leibowitz's research and other things about mindset and really looking at this, I've accumulated some habits that I'm doing and using this winter that are helping me feel pretty revitalized, pretty excited about the days to come, and I thought I'd share them with you here, and you can decide. They might work for you, too, okay? So Liebowitz talked about three things that helps Norwegians really create this uh, season of health and well-being during the darkest, coldest months of the year, and one of them is no matter what, they get outside, On a chilly winter day a few weeks ago, a friend and I bundled up, we grabbed a bottle of wine, we sat far apart on the back deck with a bonfire blazing and blankets, and it felt like a grand adventure. Not only did I get to connect with her for a few minutes, not very long, we're we're maintaining our social bubble uh, by staying outside, and it was cold. But we bundled up in our coats and our blankets and the wine, and, and we sat by the fire, and it felt special. Nobody was interrupting us. There were no kids interrupting us because, hello, they're not going to come out in the cold like that. We had an uninterrupted conversation. We went to extra trouble to see each other because it wasn't easy to get a fire going and all that. And it felt like we made our conversation special. We committed a special time to ourselves and it felt good to be outside so since then with friends or without I make a deliberate attempt at getting outside now it doesn't have to be a lot we've been in stormy blustery weather I have to say I love the stormy blustery weather it's the gray I can do without, but I love the stormy blustery weather I'll take the dog out every morning and I'll just take an extra few minutes to to stand out there and feel the wind and notice what's going on in the weather or I'll go out right before bed and look up at the moon Or take a minute when the sun is coming up in the morning and the morning is still in the early dawn to watch the fog over the hills. I take a beat to notice the outdoors and I get out there in it. Sometimes it's just a minute. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. Sometimes it's more than that. But a couple of things happen when we get outside. First of all, it resets our Biorhythms, rhythms our biology and our body rhythms and it feels free and refreshing but being in nature gives us a chance to experience awe in a very simple way you can experience awe all over in all facets of your life but nature is one of the easiest triggers and what happens according to Dr. keltner and others i've written about this too in how to live an awesome life is when we experience the marvels of nature That invokes this sense of awe, which makes us feel better. So it's an automatic mood booster. When we take a minute to appreciate the beauty, whether it's rainy or foggy, when it's mystical and marvelous, we feel better. We have a more positive mood. That elevates our biochemistry to have a better physical response. I mean, the experience of awe lowers our blood pressure, lowers our heart rate, eases stress. It floods us with oxytocin, which is a a chemical that makes us want to connect and share with one another. So it creates this biochemical reaction that, that changes our mood, changes our body to produce well-being. Simply being outside and noticing something amazing can trigger all those perks for us. Nature has a way of doing that. So get out there. Lebowitz showed this in her research in the Norwegians. They have special bonfires and parties outside and they do all sorts of things to celebrate the season with things they can't do any other time of the year. It made me think about what we can do here. Get outside. The other thing Leibowitz found is appreciate winter. Make it special. And Norwegians have a way of doing this, and they have different rituals and celebrations to mark these dark winter months and to really bring the light into those days so it becomes sacred time, something they look forward to. Let's do that too, right? I'm big about appreciating everything, and... I know that when we stop and savor this moment, appreciate the goodness that's before us now, it elevates everything in our lives. So I'm extending that to make winter special too. We're doing some things differently that we haven't done before in this house. We have a little more time in the house because we're all working and going to school here. So we're reinventing our movie night, and making Rice Krispie treats, and having different time that we're carving out inside and outside. And we're doing things that you can only do in winter, sitting right up next to the fireplace. I'm changing my work schedule a little bit so I can have some special me time reading a book in uh, a place that's quiet and comfortable and, and soothing to me, creating that retreat feeling. I think it's the appreciation of the moments of now that can carry us the furthest. Because when we see our lives, the moments of our lives as something special, we begin to see the specialness throughout our lives. And to appreciate them, you have to take them in and celebrate them. And that creates moods that linger, right? So look for the things today that you can't do any other time. I was... Uh, at the coast a few weeks ago and they were having king tides and and these are the biggest tides on the coast each year and and the ocean is is roiling and boiling with energy and and the waves are frothy and and they're spitting up onto the shore and and it's awesome and stunning and beautiful and I was so appreciative that I could be there to see it. And then I live in a place where I can see the ocean. Maybe you're in a place where you can walk through a snowy wood or go on a hike early in the morning and see the ice crystals in the tree. Or maybe you have a great fireplace that you can sit in front of or or pour a good hot buttered rum or a glass of red wine and, and play a board game with your spouse or your kids or cuddle your kittens or your cats, right? What does appreciation look like for you? And what can you do to appreciate winter? What is presenting itself right now that you cannot enjoy any other time of year? I want you to take a look at those things and actually write them into your calendar, right? I have to remind myself every day to go outside, I do. I don't think about it. I get locked behind my desk in the chores. So I, I take the dog out every morning. That's a natural one. But I have a, a reminder in my calendar and on my phone, a chime, to go outside for two minutes just at various times of the day and just feel the weather or walk across to the mailbox and, and pause on the porch and notice the wind in the, in the trees or appreciate the smell and the quiet of winter here right? So that brings us to the Simply Start segment today. What are you going to do today to appreciate winter in your neighborhood or to appreciate this moment? Because no matter what season you're facing in your life, it's bound to be filled with some setbacks and challenges. That's what life brings us. But by choosing a mindset that is one of appreciation of the time we have now, you're actually going to change and energize that experience in a positive way, one that helps you feel better and creates greater well-being, and that will help us get it through whatever we're facing, whether it's cloudy days or tumultuous lives right now. Simply start, write down three things that you appreciate during this time right now and Figure out how you're going to celebrate one of them today. That brings us to the Simply Nifty. Here's something that I want to experience in real life. And you know that every show I give you a Simply Nifty, something that I think is awesome and fabulous and amazing or makes my life better or happier. And one of the things on my bucket list is to see the Northern Lights in person. You want to go to Finland or the Yukon or Northern Canada and, and sit out in outside in a tent and uh, watch these energies dance across the sky for now the best I can do is to go to this video on YouTube it's the National Geographic video called Spectacular Norway Northern Lights search for it on YouTube and watch the video and watch those energies Dancing around the sky in the north this time. It's it's fabulous. It's amazing. The northern lights are so awesome. The northern lights, are, well, they're actually collisions between electrically charged particles from the sun that enter the Earth's atmosphere and play off the aurora borealis. The lights are seen above the magnetic poles most commonly in the northern and southern hemispheres. They are known as aurora borealis in the north, the aurora australis in the south, But the displays create a light show in the sky. Greens and pinks, sometimes purples, sometimes reds and yellows. And they appear in forms or patches or clouds that dance and stream through arcs in the sky. I want to see them. But for now, I think it's simply nifty to watch the video on YouTube, Spectacular Norway. Northern Lights. Go check it out. And that alone is going to invoke awe. That alone can be something to appreciate this winter. It only happens now, right? No matter what is swirling around our lives, the days and the moments we have now, there's also the amazing things. Sometimes I think we get so caught up in in the challenge and the, the frantic schedules and the busyness of our days that we forget just to stop and notice. I mean, the wintry rains here in Oregon lead to a stunningly beautiful place in March and the whole rest of the year. The green, the lush green forests and the national forests and the timberland and timber lines. We need the rain to make the green that I love so much and that I appreciate. The shorter days in winter mean I can have a built-in excuse to get in my PJs right away and cuddle up earlier by the fireplace to read into the evening or do something quiet. In the summer, we're all about, right? My daughter's running around the neighborhood with her friends and I'm on the golf course and we're camping. Our lives change. We are not inside cocooning with each other. So this year, I've learned to really appreciate this time to revitalize and rest and appreciate what winter can bring, right? Imagine this, someone comes in and says, hey, take some time to stay home, settle in, get quiet, don't don't worry about running, to your kid's ball game or school events, you know, why don't you work at home tomorrow? And that means no commute, so you'll be home, you know, by five, and uh, we'll have a little later dinner, or maybe we'll just You know, throw in a piece of toast or a bowl of cereal, and you have all evening to spend by the fire doing what you want read a book or create an art project or paint or watch binge watch a show, right? If somebody came to three years ago and said, Hey, why don't you just spend this winter working from home, quitting at five, snuggling up by the fire and relaxing, no place, no errands to run, no place to run your kid. I would have celebrated that. And this is what we have, right? Our lives have been scaled back a little bit. Winter isn't something to worry about. It's a time to welcome in, to use it, to recharge, to challenge ourselves, to learn a new language or play the ukulele or practice a new instrument, to read books that have been on our nightstand for years. It's this forced isolation and time of the virus. And the fear around that that caught us up, that combined with the political stress, we've made this a worrisome time. But what we're talking about today is changing that mindset, not just for the seasons, but for our lives. To pick one that elevates our experience, helps us marvel at the moments we have. That doesn't mean I love all of winter. I don't like getting muddy shoes when I take the dog out. I hate that. I, I, hate the ache in my joints when the weather and temperatures turn really cold. Listen, understanding and acknowledge the the winter and the winter of our lives, the ups and downs of our lives doesn't mean suppressing the hassles or the fears or the upsets that also linger. I mean, I love that we have these winter chickadees coming to our Bird feeder flocking and I can sit and watch them eat on our bird feeder. And at the same time, I do not enjoy the spiders that are also retreating to the corners of our homes during the colder and wetter weather. I don't like that. I'm not asking you to suppress the challenges of life. That's not reasonable and that's not healthy either. We need to acknowledge our experience and its fullness. It just means that this time of year, at any time of year, I can curate where my focus lands. And when I'm more intentional about turning my attention to the beauty of the season, as I have done this year, instead of the darkness and the wetness and the cold and the gray, I'm finding I'm seeing beauty everywhere. And that feels so much better. I'm not feeling the blouse this winter. I'm not feeling limited or caught up. I'm feeling engaged and excited about what's to come next. Listen, if we're lucky, we're going to get to experience seasons of our lives over and over again. Winter will come again, and we'll face other ups and downs too. But how can we enjoy the unique things that these moments offer? How can we appreciate the cozy and the quiet darkness of winter and winterize our mindset to create greater joy and well-being all year round. I'm thinking about that now. And simply start, go outside more often, appreciate what you notice in the moments of your days. Let me know what else you try. One thing I'm also doing is finding ways to be excited about the day ahead, right? We know that believing that we can create better experiences for ourselves actually contributes to that process. When we are optimistic that we can improve our moods, our situations, our jobs, whatever it is, then we are much more likely to take actions that help us do that. And I'll give you an example. Last summer, I was really struggling with my health. My joints were really sore and achy with arthritis, and I was out of shape. And I decided that I could improve that I could do a set number of exercises and stretches to make that better that led me to do those things which led me to tell a friend about it which she lent me an exercise bike she wasn't using now I'm riding the exercise bike every day and feeling a billion zillion times better Okay. So it didn't happen overnight, but believing that I could improve my circumstances led me to think and talk about it in a way that created behaviors that actually helped me improve it. So during these darker days, also before going to sleep at night, find something that you're looking forward to in the day ahead. And if there's nothing, create something, right? Because when we have something to look forward to and we deliberately focus on that thing, big or small. It can be a special food you're going to eat, a Zoom call you're going to have, the fact you're going to have time to read or exercise or go for a walk with a dog around the neighborhood or meet with a friend, whatever it is you decide to do, whatever makes you happy. When we deliberately look forward to those things in our days, it actually builds optimism and helps us find more to look forward to. Winterizing our mindset is about deliberately choosing thoughts that will support us. Not suppressing the things that we don't like. It's acknowledging those. But then it's curating our focus so that we spend more time on the things that feel positive and possible. And that is what I'm working on this winter. What are you working on? Let me know what you're doing to get through this tumultuous time. You can reach out to me on Facebook, the Polly Campbell author website on Twitter. Tweet me at po Campbell or go to polycampbell.com, Join the newsletter. Join the community discussion around these things. You can plug into the podcast there and pre-order my new book, You Recharge, where I get into the power of mindsets and how we can use them to shape an energetic, engaged life. All right. Check it out. How we think becomes our reality. It impacts how we feel and creates our experience. When we cherish these moments and find ways to recognize not just the challenges and upsets, but also the goodness that remains, when we deliberately place our focus on those things, I promise you, it's worked for me. And if it works for me, it will work for you. When we choose these mindsets, we will live well, do good, and be happy. for